Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. We acknowledge the traditional owners of country throughout Australia and recognise their continuing connection to land, waters and culture. We pay our respects to their elders past, present and emerging. Welcome to This Song Is Yours, a music podcast where we chat to a new guest each week, talk about their life and creative endeavours and talk to them about some of the music they love. Our show works by chatting to our guests about music, their songwriting techniques and occasionally getting them to make you a playlist of the songs they love. Welcome to episode 179. I'm your host, Simon Fink. Our guest today is Lauv. The global pop sensation and singer-songwriter returned with his second studio record last week entitled All For Nothing. In today's episode, we're speaking with Lauv about using meditation to help songwriting, relinquishing control as a producer, and when we can expect to see him in Australia. Here we go. Our guest today is an incredibly popular multi-instrumentalist and singer-songwriter from San Francisco, California. With over 11 billion streams to his name across all streaming platforms, he's collaborated with the likes of BTS, Troy Sivan and Anne-Marie, and as of last week, he's released his brand new second record entitled All For Nothing. Please welcome to This Song Is Yours, Lauv. Good morning. How are we? I'm good. How are you? I'm very well, thank you. Thank you so much for your time today. Yeah, of course. Thank you. Uh, it is a very exciting time for you at the moment. There's a brand new record out, uh, All For Nothing. Firstly, congratulations. This is an absolutely brilliant album, man. Um, yeah, as I was saying, this is a, a brilliant record. Um, I feel like it is still very much within the um, what you would expect from a loud record, beautiful uh, written pop, um, some some lovely melodies and also very to the core kind of lyrics. How is it for you having this album out after the last, I think it's been three years between drinks, the last album was 2019. So what's it, what's it like releasing an album now? Oh, yeah, so crazy. I mean, yeah, it feels so good. I feel like... I can't even, like, begin to go through the amount of stuff that, you know, that we've all been through and, you know, I've been through making this album and, and just in that time. So it feels amazing. I'm like, can go outside. Feels good. <laughs> this album, I feel like everyone, as you mentioned, has kind of been stuck indoors. The last two years have been kind of a standard for everyone almost, but this album isn't your typical I don't want to classify it as a COVID album. Um, I feel like you've right. gone a little bit deeper with this album. This kind of is going further back into uh, both yourself, I think your childhood and kind of what originally drew you to music. Would I be correct in kind of saying that? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I appreciate that. Cause yeah, I made it, I made it all during lockdown, but yeah, it was a lot. It was such a reflective, such a reflective, you know, deeper album. So 
uh, what is it? The opening track 26. I think that almost kind of sets the scene perfectly for it. There's a line in that track that says, um, money can buy happiness, but it can't buy time. And then kind of goes on to almost go into what we were just saying that, that these things of, um, you find yourself at the end of your goal, achieving what you wanted to achieve, but it's not kind of the feeling there. What was that process of that kind of writing that song like? And I imagine you are quite, uh, this, this whole record, especially not just 26, but you're bearing yourself quite a bit. And these lyrics are quite candid. What's it like in terms of the process of, of writing these songs and being honest and being honest with your fans, but also not, not pulling the curtain back totally, still having some, some privacy to yourself. Um, it's interesting. I mean, that song, I mean, the, the, the really different thing about writing this whole album is a lot of it was written on the microphone, like literally just freestyled in the moment, which was something I was kind of working on practicing for a while. Um, and, and I think that's what allowed for the lyrics like in, in a song like 26 to be so candid and to not be like super classic songwriter. Like I, I would never think to write those lyrics ever. Like if I was sitting there being with a pen and paper, being like, let me think it just happened. So fast so that was but it was i was also judging myself for every lyric i was writing i was like okay uh like this is like uh i don't want to be whining blah blah, blah. like I, you know i was like very self-aware about the whole process of making it but it was really honest you know everything that i was feeling so yeah it is the, the lyrical content of this uh, record is beautiful just on what you were saying about freestyling and kind of coming up with things on the spot. I know that you've been working on that um, over the last number of months with this record. I think that I saw some interview where I think there was some freestyle, maybe not released about chicken palm or something to do with that. <laughs> um, That's so funny. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know for this record as well, you kind of took a step back in terms of, um, for people who might not know you are obviously a brilliant singer, brilliant songwriter, but you also do quite a lot of brilliant production work as well. And for this record, you kind of took that step back and I think allowed other people to come in and produce. Is that where I guess some of that freedom to freestyle came in? Definitely. Exactly. Like right on point. Like I, I feel like there was a couple of things I wanted to work on. One was just like my like self-confidence and to not feel like I'm the kid at the computer. You know, I always felt like when I was making my music before, the difference between me getting comfortable on stage and being live versus me in the studios. I was always the kid at the computer, like usually in the studio. And then I was like, okay, but live, I'm just on, you know, I'm just running around. And I kind of felt like it was an interesting challenge for me to like step back and be like, I'm not going to be so hands-on with the production. I'm just going to focus on like my own energy and my confidence and my intentionality and doing that. And then I also, you know, being honest, like was, kind of feeling a bit stifled production wise. I was a little bored of everything I was doing. So I was like, it would be cool to work with. And there were certain people who came into my life that I started to really love what they were doing. So. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and t-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen 
premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. That's very, very cool. When you're, um, I guess, uh, vetting or, or shopping around with producers, were you kind of wanting to find someone who was going away from what you would be doing production-wise or were you wanting to find someone who could find a similar Lauv-type sound? Well, not. I think I was re- yeah. really looking for somebody who could just do who whose approach I loved, like you know, like somebody like John Cunningham who works on a lot of the album. Um, he just has such a unique, weird approach to production that is just I respect so much. Is just so so good, and I think yeah, I was just kind of looking for something that was a little like yeah, that was a little different. One hundred percent. I think. Um, and I imagine that this was both songwriting and production wise. I think one of my favorite tracks on the record, I realize it's a single, so it's a bit unfair to say that. Um, but kids are born stars, I think is, is still my favorite track. Having listened to the album a few times, the, the last chorus with those extra hits, mm. I think is just, um, chef kiss. Absolutely brilliant. <laughs> thank you. Yeah. Thank you. I appreciate that. Um, are you able to just, uh, give us a little bit of a, behind the scenes of, how, I guess, where that song came from and, and how it came about. Yeah, for sure. I mean, that song was kind of a weird process. Like I had been, I had gotten really into, obviously like, uh, you know, I don't know why I'm saying obviously, it's not obvious, but um, meditation. And I especially got into this type of meditation I got exposed to called inner child meditation, where I was doing all these visualizations and imagining myself at younger ages and trying to like learn lessons and heal parts of myself. And that's kind of where the inspiration for kids who weren't stars came from is I kind of was started talking to like my eighth grade self and like, you know, talking to him about like, you know, like what would you think? And like, you know, remembering the way he used to feel like wanting to be a musician and kind of feeling awkward and this and that. And, and um, so that's where the, the inspiration you know, behind that song came and was kind of just exploring that relationship with that part of myself. It is a brilliant track. And I feel that there's a lot of songs on this record that, yeah, they really do kind of, I, I feel like, and most of your music does hit a nerve in, in a good way <laughs> in that it kind of cuts straight to the bone. It goes to those very human emotions, the title track as well. Um, I believe was a bit of a different experience as you've collaborated with some incredible people before Troy Sivan, BTS, um, I think Alessia Cara, but uh, for this one, you co-wrote with your girlfriend, Sophie. What was that kind of experience like? Oh yeah. Um, well, um, we, so it was actually, yeah, it was at the time when we were, um, together. Um, but yeah, uh, sorry. Um, <laughs> uh, but yeah, the experience was, was, I mean, it was awesome, you know, at the time, you know, to be with somebody and to have, um, yeah, to be in love and to be making music together. It was a really cool experience. Of so, course. Of, yeah. of course. Um, 
as we mentioned, the record is out now. You're about to go on a very extensive US tour. I think you're on tour for most of August and most of September. Are you looking forward to getting back out there and finally being able to connect with fans and play these songs for them? So excited. Yeah, it's been like so long and I feel like I get to play all of, you know, there's so many songs on how I'm feeling I didn't get to play before and now I get to do that. And, you know, this new album and it's going to be sick. The show is looking amazing. And then I'm just excited. I'll be announcing more tour dates, you know, ASAP too. So that was where I was going to head after, <laughs> after that question. <laughs> Can we expect to, uh, to see you in Australia at any time soon? We're not wanting to reveal any too many details, but yeah. Can we expect to see you at some point? Definitely. Yeah. 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 I don't have any, I don't have the details yet, but definitely hundred percent. That's very, very exciting. Um, love, lastly, we would very, uh, we'd usually ask, I guess, what they're currently listening to. If there's anything that's kind of on high rotation for yourself at the moment. Yeah. Um, I would say the song together by Muramasa. Love that song. Brilliant track. Brilliant track. Um, love, thank you very much for your time today. I do appreciate it. Thank you for being on the podcast. Yeah, of course. Thank you so much for having me. And that's our show. A massive thank you to Lau for his time. All for Nothing is out now, and we've left links in the show notes if you'd like to buy the record. We also want to give a huge shout out to Louvel at Virgin Music Australia for helping out with today's interview. If you like this show, please subscribe wherever you get your pods and stay up to date when new episodes are released. We release new shows each Wednesday and Friday morning, and we now have a Patreon, which you can find within the show notes of this episode. You can follow the player's profile on Spotify, and you can follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok. Until next week, cheers. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.